0: Let's listen to really smart people, take what they have to offer and use it as our own. Kind of how we got through school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, so that nicotine one? Yeah. Zach, peer pressure me in. To an eight milligram nicotine patch it's in the upper lip i'm at 24 <laughs> seconds you got the
0: garbage can do you have I a garbage have, can in here I, so it's down by him i right. haven't
1: felt like this since i uh i don't know like a little kid it's like such a rush
0: <laughs> it hasn't even gotten in it's your like system the, it's yet. like the
1: first time i tried booze <laughs> <laughs> and look at that love affair yeah me and miller light are friends <laughs> So this Tomorrow, could be if I walk in with one. a whole pack of nicotine <laughs> pouches, you know I'm hooked for life. Damn. I already feel dizzy. <laughs> no, you <don't>. yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm at 55 seconds.
0: I'm going downhill fast. This is going to be a great podcast. I feel podcast. like I'm back this on the bus on the, the football yeah. trip. So this is probably going to be all me, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> What's new? Jason's going to be buzzing. Yeah, right? He's going to be buzzing. <laughs> okay. So today, we are kind of revisiting slash clarifying uh, some blood tests. For like cardiovascular health, right? We kind of had a couple of, uh, we've had some people come back and, and want us to do this one on just understanding some of these tests. Like ApoB, they give us a hard time about, you guys are always talking about ApoB, you've never really explained what it is, even though I swear we have explained what it was, they just must have missed those episodes. I don't know if we have. We, I did
1: on I Outlive, think you do that a lot, you just start bringing up stuff and then you think you talked about it?
0: <sighs> All right, well... Today, in this episode, it'll be titled, we'll have things in there so people will always know where they can go if they want to learn about this stuff. Hey, this topic came up because
1: I always give you shit on ApoB because I think... You do. You really give me a lot of shit. Let me finish my sentence for once. This stuff is good. I'm really focused now. I'm at at 201.
0: I feel like the way you just looked at me, your pupil's like (laughs) cut through my soul.
1: Because I see three of you. I'm trying to figure (laughs) out which ones. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Had a conversation. At that same time I had this conversation, a day later, we get a newsletter. So this conversation goes um, from a friend. I had a calcium score done, and it was very high. What, what should I do next? And so we had this really good, honest conversation of, you need to go check these things that we'll discuss here. And his doctor hadn't gotten back to him yet at this point. Okay. And there was a lot of anxiety there, which naturally... I would have tons of anxiety if I came back and I had a high calcium score, which is basically seeing how much plaque you have in your heart. Yes. And the vessels around your heart. Right. The next day in my inbox, I get the uh, Peter Atiyah case study newsletter. And it's about this case that I think we can cover as we get through this on a a guy who had to really push his family doctor for some testing because of some family history. But he wasn't uh, of age yet that it was recommended so a lot of times, doctors will do things that are recommended by insurance or whatever, right? Right. And he was to the point where he had a significant blockage that if he wouldn't have tested, he was a ticking time bomb and didn't have long to probably live. And so now I've kind of reversed course a little bit on this APOB joke. Ooh, now you're coming full circle. Don't get so excited. I All think right. part, man, this stuff really does work. Does it? Yeah. It's not like the dip I took back when I was 16. Or the cigarette you smoked? Yeah. Wasn't it both together? Did you do a dip and one cigarette? Was that what it was? Listen, I was on a bus with the football team. I couldn't have smoked a cigarette and dipped at the same time. No, I put in a little bit of uh, Copenhagen, Yeah, and my life has never been the same.
0: (laughs) That's what it was. That's right.
1: (laughs) But this has got me like, you know, you feel like you're a little bit of tilt, like you're a little
2: off. Yeah, it's like a little euphoric.
1: It's a little off, but I do feel like I'm like clear-headed. Okay. I feel like the words are flowing. I'm <laughs> pronunciating better.
0: Well, I feel like I, I've tried a couple times now to talk over you, and you're not having it. So this I think it's great. doing something. It's
1: not helping ADHD, but it's really... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, But no, I think uh, I think I want to know the validity and the importance of the test. I think we have a lot of contradicting information online, especially right now amongst cardiologists from different countries on the importance of cholesterol and how it affects um, cardiovascular health. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm interested in the APOB. Okay. So,
0: so Zach, do you know what APOB is? Like, do you think you could articulate it very well or not really? I could not. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. We're doing this even though I swear I've already said this. We're doing it again. If you get into chylomicrons and shit. So the chylomicron. (laughs) (laughs) So APOB, so A-P-O, big letter B is a blood test that you can get Um, that's going to measure, you know, obviously the ApoB. So I'm going to walk through this. So you have this thing in your body called cholesterol. It's essential to life. (laughs) With no cholesterol equals dead. 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 You need cholesterol for a lot of things, building cell membranes, hormones, all kinds of stuff. Um, All cells in your body make their own cholesterol. Ooh. Um, but about 20% of your body's supply is found in the liver, um, you know, which kind of stores it, ships cholesterol throughout the body as needed. Okay. So cholesterol is very, uh, what would you say, Jason, hydrophobic or hydrophilic?
1: Ooh, fat and water doesn't mix very well, right?
0: Correct. All you right. ever dump a little olive oil in water? Mm-hmm. So the whole idea is in, is order, in order for cholesterol to get to where it needs to go in the body, you know, it's going to travel through your blood on its journey to wherever it needs to go. But because it's hydrophobic, it can't travel in your blood. It needs something to carry it. It needs a boat. Got to hop on the boat. And the, it hops on the boat called uh, lipoprotein. So when you go get a blood test, most people probably know there's LDL, there's HDL. And so what, like, for example, LDL stands for low-density lipoprotein. So cholesterol travels around in your body in lipoproteins. Easy. With me so far? Yeah. Um, So these
1: lipoproteins can be high-dense, low-dense, very low-dense.
0: Lipoprotein. Lipolipid. So these things are part lipid and part protein. So the protein is on the outside. The lipid's on the inside. Uh, The protein... Uh, is pretty much just kind of what gives it its structure and, and, and allows it to travel around in your blood. And then the lipo, the, it, the, the lipid is what's contained inside. That's cholesterol, triglycerides, vitamins, other stuff. Um, and that, so now that's LDL, HDL. Um, like lipoprotein, the LDL, that's more, there's more fat relative to protein. That's why it's low-density lipoprotein. There's more fat than there is protein. HDL, there's more protein than there is fat. Mm. Okay? So each lipoprotein particle is uh, like, has this wrapping... Uh, around it by one or more large molecules called apolipoproteins. So I feel like this isn't going to get too complicated. Wow, this is so complicated. The entire thing. There's no simpler way to explain it. Well, okay, here, I was going to say, so
2: for a long period of time, you'd hear HDL is good, right? Like that's the good cholesterol. Yep. I know that's an argument right now. That's an
0: argument, yep. There's a lot of people that that hate that. And then LDL, bad. Right. So uh, these particles like Anyway, what were you saying? Do you saying, want me to man? go into good and bad? Anyway, no, no, So, here's so they're wrapped. You have these cholesterol. Lipoproteins are wrapped. Yes. Yeah, so, here, think of it like this. I'm thinking of this on the fly.
1: Ooh, I can't I wait like for it. this analogy. So,
0: you got the cholesterol inside the boat. The boat is the lipoprotein. Yes. Lipoprotein, LDL. Yes. Okay. The boat has a wrapping on it, right? Can you get your boat wrapped? People yeah. get well, wrapped on the boat. I've been on a boat. Okay. So, the wrapping on the boat is the apolipoprotein. So, uh, and every,
1: and every lipoprotein has to have a wrapping, has a wrapping. Ooh.
0: Yes. Gotcha. So the, uh, apolipoprotein, it provides structure, stability, and solubility to the particle. That doesn't really matter. But like, there's a reason this wrap is on there. It kind of gives it structure. And it's this got facility. this,
1: it's mostly the frame. It's the outer frame. We'll think. Good. Yep. Yeah.
0: We'll go with that.
2: So. You can is that,
0: keep, that good? You can keep okay. going,
1: yeah. Zach exactly and I can talk. Th- these guys are both making on faces a different level. I right. mean, right. the had...
2: wrap's not going to make the boat float, but no, no. Yeah, we can right. know but that's it's adding
0: more rigidity to the frame of the punt. Yeah, we can tell yourself that. So, all of the LDL, um, VLDL, which is very low density lipoprotein, IDL, intermediate density lipoproteins. They all all the, all of those are wrapped with apolipoprotein B. Oh. Got it. Okay. So what you're doing um, is you're measuring, when you get an APO-B test, you are measuring all like the number of particles that have an apolipoprotein B wrap on it. Okay. So question. Okay.
1: So you said LDL, VLDL, and IDL. Yes. All of those have to have APOB on them.
0: They are, have a wrapping called APOB. Yes. then
1: why do we need to do APO B if we can test the levels of all of those
0: I think how much, mm-hmm. how much wrapping is on
1: each one do more do you, can you have more APOB than you can LDL VLDL, IDL?
0: I think it's you
1: I mean, is it one for one, or can you have more APOB wrapping on certain? cholesterol is like do some people have more apob relative to their ldl
0: i guess i don't understand like are you saying Couldn't like, you just we already test s- like LDL, sketch them all LDL. out
1: no we already test ldl via dl when you do a lipid profile you know when you get your blood test you do a lipid profile and it's going to come back and it's going to have a breakdown of hdl ldl vdl yes,
0: but that's like is that measuring the concentration, of That like that's measuring, like for example, LDL-C, what you're measuring is the cholesterol contained within the LDL particle. This is you're measuring the n- particle number that have an ApoB wrapping on it.
1: Okay, that makes more sense then.
0: Makes sense? Mm-hmm. Because that's what you want to, that's what you want to know. So yeah, LDL, VLDL, IDL, they have one ApoB, you know, particle wrapping on it. So it's a pretty easy thing to measure. Uh, so yeah. I guess, yeah, so to answer your question, I feel like you would do this blood test because that's going to give you that total particle number. Hey, every every, what? This is no kidding.
1: Okay. Little side note. (laughs) I don't think this is placebo at all. I am really interested into this. Okay. Very focused. Okay. And I wasn't coming into this.
0: You're never interested or focused on any of us. But listen, what I'm telling
1: you right now, I think the nicotine was right. That episode we did. (laughs) I think if people would sign up for the, for the newsletter.
0: Oh, which you can do by going to www.thesimplifiedpodcast.com. Yes. I think if people would go back and read that and get the takeaways, you're really
1: feeling good about this. I I'm on a, I'm on a, uh, it's slowly building. Okay. I feel a little off. Like if you're on a boat that's rocking and you get off the boat that's been rocking and you're still kind of rocking. Okay. But very hyper aware of my surroundings. Hmm. Like you know, when you go outside at night and you're focused and you can hear all these noises and you just yeah, t- that's what I feel like right now. Wow. Like a cloud was lifted off of my brain. Wow.
2: Warning, this okay. product is addictive. <laughs> yes. But, but not, will ever be this good again? But not.
0: <laughs> this First product is addictive. Yeah, you're but not carcinogenic. Yeah. But not
1: carcinogenic. Not carcinogenic. I mean, I might stop coffee.
2: Okay, so I have. Like fully,
1: pretty I dro- much. I dropped your coffee Yeti yesterday. Remember you yelled at me?
2: No, but like...
0: <laughs> Where's my coffee?
2: <laughs> I, I, would I, would rather, I would rather have that than coffee in the morning. Man. It wakes me right up.
1: It does. Like I actually kind of feel like uh, hyper, but then focused. It's a hyper focused. It's like Adderall. If I'd had this in college, I'd have been valedictorian.
0: Uh, how does it compare to Adderall? Um, Adderall, Adderall
1: uh, calms me down. It makes me focused. It almost takes away my
0: personality. I feel like I'm back. You're back? (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) He's back. He's back. (laughs) So... The way I explain this, does everybody is everybody with me class?
1: Yeah, I think we're doing good. Yep. Can you get my wife to subscribe to the newsletter so she can when she sees me
0: buy the nicotine pouches? <laughs> yes, I have
1: some proof like evidence that it's okay.
0: I know everybody who subscribes and I know we have two wives in this room who do not subscribe to the <laughs> newsletter <laughs> or follow us on or follow social us media on anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to it now. Okay, so you guys get it, right? So now we know what April B is. Yeah, I went to school for 10 years. I get it. Or I guess I was mostly you talking think the to the people Zach. in the <laughs> 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 He said he didn't know what it was. I went to school for seven years. Yeah. Hey, the idiot in the corner. Yeah. Zach. yeah the kid in the dunce cap in the corner. <laughs> so basically, here's a, a the long story short that's what Able B is. You're not measuring the contents, the cholesterol contents of the particle. We are counting the number of particles that carry the cholesterol. And so these. Um, particles that are wrapped with apoB they're important because these are the particles that will penetrate keyword of the day penetrate the endothelial lining of your heart vessels they get stuck in there and then you get this like inflammation and reaction and then that's what starts the clotting cascade so leading to calcification leading to clotting so it's these ApoB particles penetrate into the blood, uh, in, into the blood uh, vessel vessel wall lining lining endothelium. They get stuck in there. Oh, they can't get out. A bunch of these uh, in, inflammatory, like macrophages and stuff, get in there to kind of neutralize it, and it kicks off this bad cascade full of a lot of nerdy words. That eventually lead to a cl- into 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 it getting calcified. Then it can turn into a clot. Then it can get dislodged. Then you're in deep doo doo. Okay, so
1: okay, I like this. So, does everybody everybody get it? Yeah, the apo protein. We'll just say it's pretty sticky. Yes, and as soon as it comes into contact, it can create this cascade. So it's hard to get. It's hard for it to get off of the of the lining of the wall, right? Yes, and so then your body does a good job of okay, that's not supposed to be there activate immune system, create this inflammation. And now we got to wall it off. Yes. And it walls it off until it calcifies. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. So the
0: argument is if we can keep your APOB levels very low, then that's less particles that are going to be bombarding your endothelium or your blood vessel lining. And then it's going to you know really reduce your odds of having a cardiovascular event. Did you know (laughs) fully half of all major adverse cardiovascular events in men, such as heart attack, stroke, or any procedure involving a stent or graft, occur before the age of 65. Whoa. In men, one quarter, so 25% of all events occur before age
1: 54. So 25% of all cardiovascular events happen before the age of 54. In men. And the number one cause is? Placking, black yeah it is yeah. so whether it's a stroke or a heart attack or blah 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 yeah it's due to that
0: yep wow so that's the uh that's the push right now from longevity experts that you should know your apob number and try to keep it as low as possible
1: so the the question i got from friend okay what's is, the question hey man Can you help me here? Because, I, you know, we all have access to our health records now, which I think is good and bad. Okay. So you go get a test, and the record pops up on your app before you even get to talk to your doctor. Okay. And so he goes, can you tell me how bad this is? And his his calcium score, and we can go over those levels, was very, very high, where it said, like, you're almost too severe.
0: Yeah. Well, and the whole idea, too, like something to also keep in mind is that… By the time it gets calcified, like that's kind of the, the end of the road in a very long process. So it's been going on for a long time. Right. Right. So like the only thing that's going to show up on a calcium scan is if something's become calcified. But a lot of things have been going wrong prior to that. Years to lead to this cal- Yeah, exactly. So
1: why aren't we testing that? I mean, a calcium t- score test is $50. Okay. Have you ever had one done? I, have, I haven't. No, I I I'm have going to now. Yeah. But because because my friend is either 49 or just turned 50. Okay. Not a big history. Okay. But just wanted to go through a bunch of things because maybe hasn't felt perfect. Had some back problems. So couldn't exercise as much as he wanted to. Has a high stress job. And was like, I just want to go through the whole gamut of make sure I'm doing okay. And so if, without him pushing for that, we don't know. Okay. Right? Yes. So if a if a calcium score is only fifty dollars or this APO B is another blood test that probably is more important than the other blood tests, why aren't we doing those? Is that a is that an insurance driven is issue? Good,
0: this is a good question for uh if we ever get like a primary care doc to come on the podcast, ask them. I have you know? one.
1: Yeah. We'll get him on.
0: Yeah. To just say like that's a good question. Like, why isn't this routinely uh, since it seems to be pretty common amongst longevity experts? Because the way it goes is... Hold on, let me find it. Mm -hmm, mm
2: -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. Uh, According to an analysis published in JAMA Cardiology, Journal of the American Medical Association, Cardiology in 2021, so just a couple years ago, each standard deviation increase in APOB raises the risk of myocardial infarction by 38% in patients without a history of cardiac events or a diagnosis of cardiovascular disease. Gee, So it's just, it's independent causal variable. You would think to me if... And the problem I, with, with, with calcification, like anything shy of calcification is not identified by the calcium score. So I guess another way of saying that is just because you go get a calcium score and it turns out it's great, it doesn't necessarily mean, oh, everything's clear. There could still be things brewing and heading down that path. It just hasn't calcified yet. Yeah, no, I get that. Okay,
1: but I think if you are doing a standard physical, if they threw in a calcium score and you looked at your inflammatory markers like CRP, these non-specific inflammatory like said rates, yes, as long as they're at a low level, you would think you you are not having a systemic issue going on, smoldering, right?
0: Yeah, I think if you couple that with APOB, ApoB. right? And so, like you said, some inflammatory stuff. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: when we uh, started practice, I think it was recommended at the age of fifty, um, you get a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. because they saw that that would decrease risk and i think that's gone down to like 45 maybe even 40 they're starting to recommend it. a lot of these guys are these gi doctors with the family history start at 40 okay like to me this just seems like a normal screening protocol like why aren't we doing it i don't know am i getting ahead of us on this old like anatomy physiology lesson that you're trying to give
0: no i think this is good so have i explained APOB well
1: I think ApoB is a good thing. So ApoB is the outer lining of all these cholesterol, these low-density molecules. Yes. And they're the ones, the ApoB concentration is what's causing it to stick to the blood vessel, which is then causing plaquing, which then causes narrowing of the arteries, which then causes an increase in risk of blood flow problems, hypertension, stroke, because you're throwing
0: a clot. Right. Right? Um, Yep. And so it's like, okay, I go get my ApoB measured... What numbers do you want to see? So again, I, I talked about this on the uh, book review of the book Outlive by Peter Attia. So he, ideally, um, he wants someone's ApoB concentration down to like 20 or 30. That's just stupid. Which is crazy, you know, because that's about where it would be for a child. Um, I've talked to, I have a couple of uh, patients that are doctors. Real doctors? Real doctors. Uh <laughs> And um, I know one I was talking to about it, uh, she had said, like, my ApoB, not mine, her, she's saying mine, meaning hers, was 80, and she was comfortable with that. Happy with that. Happy with that. So yep. if you
1: correlated that with... I didn't with... then
0: press her on, like, well, what, like at what point would you consider... I, I would
1: love to know, with her, for instance, is her, the standard lipid profile testing they do outside of ApoB, is she within normal ranges or where is she in that? I think this is where a lot of this back and forth fighting has come with statins and some cardiologists. Um, there's a few prominent ones on social media that are, um, uh, contradictory to the arguments of high levels of cholesterol, total cholesterol. Right. And I think that's where it comes down to is it is total cholesterol so high but we can still be within a normal range for ApoB. Is that possible? You asked me that.
0: So say that, so like... Can you
1: have really, like, so let's say your LDL is at 300.
0: Okay, like can your LDLC you a, concentration. Can you yep. have a normal ApoB or is it so correlated? My guess would be um, no. Yeah. My guess would be, but it could work the other way. You could have Meaning a, you could have a normal LDL. LDLC. you know... Yeah, but a high ApoB, or good. or higher than you'd like to see, but I don't know that it would work the other way. Okay, I, I don't. I'm guessing. I don't know. So
1: the reason they think anyway. HDL potentially is good is because it doesn't have this ApoB on the outside of it causing placking.
0: Well, the reason they part of the reason. So to answer your question, I, I thought I've heard we don't really know why HDL. No, seems I know, to be good. but yeah, I think yeah.
1: originally when it came from that, was it the the heart study, the one big one?
0: particles so hdl uh, is not does not have apob wrapped that's
1: what i just said
0: it has apoa yeah so big a and apo big, big
1: a apo a seems to not stick
0: it can yep it crosses the endothelial barrier uh, easily in both directions in and out so it goes in but then it can exchange cholesterol cargo and then it comes back out whereas the apob seems to go in and stay there and More does so. the
1: apob have some type a of um binding site on it like receptor site that prevents that you know like a, a fishing hook has a barb on it yeah is that what's causing it
0: i don't i don't know
1: i don't think it matters but i'm just interested that nicotine's still in me yeah
0: right nope that's- but i did
1: hey zach i took it out at 15 minutes i'm kind of dizzy now yeah does that happen yeah when does that go because i don't
0: like it anymore pretty quick <laughs> <laughs> i don't like it anymore please make it stop <laughs> um i thought another one we could talk about do you want to talk about lp little a yeah i think Wait, that's important are we Wait, done no well it, it, it's another uh heart marker i know but are, Where you are you done we at on April, time uh he has a oh, 21 add, there minutes go, 20. add okay. four okay thank okay. you yeah. i didn't see that part yeah sorry about that that's because be you want like, to talk about more for like the, in the that case newsletter. study yeah. yeah
1: yeah yeah but go ahead and get into lp i think lp little a is important too so this will April be the last one we'll talk so about we we are recommending apop be a test
2: yes yeah, you get apoB. Yeah, I get it. I okay. got. I got some questions though. Sh- okay, oh, sure. let's go. So, if your apoB, your your body produces it. It's within your body. Yes. Right? So it's going to be at a certain level no matter what you do. How do you? How does it get increased? Does that make sense? Like get, is it, is is it from like well, from consuming like high fat foods or what's going so, on there? So yeah, or consuming apoB.
1: Well, no, but what I've read, and this is we need some clarification here. From what I've read is there's not a lot you can do about ApoB besides be put on medication. Like
2: it's a. How do I decrease it then? Statins. No. That's what it says. It's not That's like I it. can exercise and like lower my ApoB. No, sorry. sorry.
0: Huh. Um, yeah, I've, I've also heard that, Zach, like what Jason just said. It, it kind of just ha- like eating a lot of saturated fat can increase the amount, like the the levels of. These lipoproteins in your blood—is that true? Yeah, I think to a degree because I I,
1: I've I've heard this argument of cholesterol is cholesterol, and dietary intake is very has very little to do with total.
0: Yes, that is true. But eating lots of saturated fat, I think, can move it a little bit at the margin or trans because yeah, m- most of your the majority of, of cholesterol in your body is produced by your own cells.
2: So basically, like. When I was a kid, I used to think, if I'm going to eat this fat, it's going to be fat in my body. Obviously, that's not what happens. So, ApoB, it's not like you're eating ApoB from something and it's just going to be ApoB within you.
1: It's when your body takes and makes these low-density lipoproteins, it wraps them with ApoB. Okay. But... I think what happens is there's a small input of I'm eating a bunch of saturated fat that my body can't do anything with. And the byproducts of those saturated fats are to make more LDLs, VLDLs inside the liver. Is that correct, Nick? By consuming a bunch of saturated fat, when your body metabolizes that and breaks it down, does that increase slightly those low-density lipoproteins inside the liver? For transport, yeah, I for think transport, so. Like, right? yeah,
0: I think, yeah, because the more, like, your liver is just going to start kicking out more of these, the the more cholesterol that's kind of needed in your body.
1: But is it using the saturated fat for that?
0: Yeah, yeah I is think that so. why I think?
1: Is there like a, you get it's a it's a uh, it's a diffusion issue? So I have too much of this. I need to do something with it. So I'm going to couple it into these lipoproteins or not? Good question. I don't really know. Mm, you probably that's should a good question. Done. No, because that's a good question. You, it's you like were here how five does your APOB?
0: You could have part of it was writing a newsletter is behind on. Um, but uh, that's a good question. And I feel like I've heard that said, like if your ApoB is going up, look, getting good diet exercise, I think it can help to a degree, but I think essentially we're kind of talking. You need to get on medication if it's high enough. Okay. About okay. a third to half of people who consume high amounts of saturated fats will experience a dramatic increase in April particles.
1: Yeah, it looks like monounsaturated
0: fats do not have this effect. So I think, yeah, I, I I know we had said that. But yeah, I think high in fat can make your ApoB levels go up.
1: And it looks like it's due to the decreased ability to clear it from the blood.
0: Okay. I'm just trying to. So that's
1: that's got to be a, a a liver bile issue, right? A Hepatic issue. Like I'm not clearing these LDL particles or these saturated fat particles enough. So I'm a, I'm a, I will accumulate it. Right. Nobody wants dead air time. You're over here like you're Are you studying asking me a question? for national Well,
0: if you would listen. I, I thought you were just ranting.
1: No, I was trying to It was a question in, okay. a, in a statement format.
0: Okay. What was your question? I, I'm done. Okay. What's your next question about ApoB, Zach? Uh, that that basically answered everything. Like, I, okay. I want to know what I can do to yes. decrease ApoB. Don't eat too much saturated fat. Diet and exercise. Most of that, it's like if it's significant enough, you're probably looking at statins or some other kind of drug that will lower it.
1: It says about twenty percent of the population will be hyperabsorbers of cholesterol, so maybe that and that potentially isn't is an issue. And then it says saturated fats. I don't see anything else that really. And then it looks like insulin plays a huge role.
0: Yeah, insulin. Yep, I saw that. So it's like yeah. A proper diet will help manage your insulin levels to keep it low. Keep your triglycerides low. Don't eat too much saturated fat. Exercise. See how low you can keep your ApoB, but if it keeps climbing, then probably medication.
2: So exercise would impact it. It's just not directly hitting ApoB. It's going about hitting insulin and improving other body markers that are going to help improve ApoB. Yeah, I, I mean, so. that's where exercise is going to come into play. They're burning off
1: sugar or adding more muscle mass to decrease sugar response, insulin response. Yes. But without knowing exactly what your APO-B is, you don't really know what all is happening just with a standard cholesterol test. Right. You you have a, you maybe have a 10,000 foot view, but you're not very specific on, is this really causing a
0: problem for me? Right. Necessarily, right? Right. Okay. So another uh, test that you can do, this is just basically a, it's probably a good idea to get this done probably once in your lifetime to just know if you have this, which is a blood test known as LP little a. So capital L, lowercase p, in parentheses, lowercase a. Um, it's a kind it's a particle It's formed when a normal LDL particle (laughs) is, (laughs) sorry, when I said that, Jason just really, so when you got an LDL particle, normal LDL particle, which we talked about what that is, is fused with another rarer type of protein called apolipoprotein little A, or APOA for short. The APOA wraps loosely another wrap, around the LDL particle with multiple looping amino acids called kringles. The kringles are what makes the LP little a so dangerous um, because it kind of goes through your bloodstream and they scoop up a bunch of like oxidized lipid particles and carry them along. So is that more of a genetic disorder? Um, I think so. So, if you have this... So, because of its structure, it's even more likely than the normal LDL particle to get stuck in that endothelial lining and just produce havoc. So, it's kind of one of those things where if you are somebody who has a history of like premature heart attacks in your family, Mm -hmm. uh, you should definitely ask for an LP little a test.
1: Okay. So, ApoB,
0: LP little a. Yep. So, it's largely genetic. You really only need to do it once. And you just need to see, is this elevated or not? And then if it's like, okay, I went and got it, and it was not elevated, it was pretty within normal limits, you probably don't need to keep checking it over and over. But for, like, your friend, who it's like, if he's never had that checked before, mm-hmm. might not be a bad one to check. Right. Just to see if it's, like, off the charts, it's like, oh, boy.
1: Well, and I think, like, he's been pretty normal for the standard reference range for cholesterol triglycerides, too, which is kind of scary. You can be normal and have all this placking going on. Right. Right? That's what I mean. So we're assuming one of those
0: or both are high. Yes. Right. I would I would almost guarantee, like, if he's, if he's got that bad of a, a cor- coronary artery calcium score, then he's got to have an elevated APOB at least. Okay. I like this. Good? Yeah. Not too boring? Zach, so what questions do you have about LP? To me, okay. to me,
1: though, it just makes more sense that I can go do a quick $50 calcium CAC score. Yeah. And then know, like, okay, I'm fine. If I was doing that every five years, why don't I just do that?
0: Well, other than what I said, that it's only catching things that are calcified. Yeah. You could be having a lot of inflammation and foam cells and fatty streaks and Listen things here. forming, but that haven't how fully long, calcified. How long do you think it takes? Like,
1: Do you do it every year and spend $50? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how long does it take to build plaque once you start getting inflammatory problems or foam cells, Nick? My
0: guess would be it, it varies.
1: Yeah. I'm guessing you're not going from like a zero CAC to a 200 in like a year.
0: You're probably right.
1: I don't know. Okay.
0: I just yeah. wonder. So has your doctor ever talked to you about getting a CAC?
1: No. I'm like, uh, look at me.
0: That's true. He probably looks at you and Knows you don't even need to bother. Last time
1: I was there, though, last week, I did my quarterly testing. Guess what? What? He said, hey, have you ever heard of ApoB? And you said, I, I said, may uh, have heard that before. Yeah, can we test that? He goes, yeah, let's just test it, see what it is. Did you get it tested yet or not? I, I'm going uh, tomorrow to get my labs done. Sometimes I do this to myself. I want the test, and then I secretly don't want the test. Because then I get nervous that it's going to come back bad. Do you ever get like that?
0: Uh, you don't even test. Yeah. You don't
1: even know what you are wrong with. You are recommending all that shit, and you've never even been to the doctor. It's true. I need to get a primary. We were
0: just talking about that while you were late for the podcast. I got I do get in. a lot of blood work done because I have a lot of life insurance policies. So I do get that done. <laughs> 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 that my wife recommends. So I have checked things. But, but they haven't checked B. that. They're not just reg- no. reg- yeah, regular, regular stuff. Shit.
2: Yep. I, I don't know if I heard, but uh, do you give recommendations for, I guess, what's high risk for LP little a and all that stuff?
0: Uh, good question. I was trying. I don't let it me. It looks like
1: uh, what I looked earlier is you want it to be below 14 milligrams per deciliter. Okay. Yeah. And maybe Tia has something else. He probably has like one. Yeah. He's like,
0: <laughs> right. it should be zero. Zero. Um, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah. I think it's But 14. I'm guessing
0: if you get it checked, it'll have the levels on there. Yeah. Because that's just a matter. Like, you just don't want to see it elevated at all, I don't think. Yeah. But I don't know the exact numbers on
1: that. It looks like desirable from PubMed is of uh, under fourteen. Um, over fifty is considered bad. Okay, so so yeah, you don't want to see that. No. But I think I think this is a, a espe- especially for the people that have a family history or they've been borderline um, high cholesterol triglycerides. Yeah, and they haven't been put on medication yet. Yep. I think you can. That would be my next question to the doctor before just going all in is, hey, can we test my ApoB? Can we test my LP little A? And can I get a calcium score if needed?
0: Uh-huh.
1: You can pay cash for those. You can go get it by yourself. And let's test those before I make this determination of do I need to make an extreme lifestyle change? Do I need to go on a statin, which we know statins, there's a significant amount of the population that has adverse effects to statins. Yep, I think we need it. And, I, and when I talked to the GP friend of mine that was in the office a couple of weeks ago, and I asked him about this same scenario, this case study, he said, that's the way he looks at it. We look at family history. We look at lifestyle. We look at levels. And then we go to phase two of testing. Do we need to do apoB, LP little a, and then some type of score calcium score before I decide, do they need to be on something? He goes, cause you have these, familial hyperlipidemia cases that they don't seem to have calcium score issues and we need to make sure they're not just in one camp versus the other because in all yeah, i think most physicians i think there's probably bad ones but i think most physicians don't want to put somebody on medication if they don't need to put them on medication
0: right correct so i yeah i, I think that i'm sure some people would probably disagree with that but um i feel like i want to come back like we'll probably have a guest on at some point to go over this stuff yeah yeah. You don't think you hit the ball No, or well, or... like to talk about this. Like why when do you prescribe this? Like the whole statin debate. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good talk one. About that. I because I think I think, I
1: think what is recommended now, if you do have a high APO B and you have some of these positive findings, is just like high cholesterol is recommended to be on statins, statins are the only real treatment right for this,
2: right? Right. What if uh somebody heard a podcast recently and is questioning statins? Yeah, I uh, I have I uh, I have some questions too,
1: from the from the medical side. I mean. As Nick and I went through school and our rotations, like you're driven some of these levels in your head. But then I've seen some very prominent cardiologists lately that have been on either a podcast or they've been on social media, or YouTube, and they have a really good argument of contradicting what why the levels are where they are and where's the cutoffs and being more of a um, individualized approach to this versus there's this masses because
0: right yeah i think that'd be an interesting discussion
1: but it looks like from the research we have to today there's no argument that apob is a direct correlation with right arterial placking.
0: and i just feel like based on all the data that we have that i've seen like just several graphs like the lower you keep this apob and and you know cholesterol over time the lower your incidents of cardiovascular events you No, know, we've talked about this so yeah i'm interested to i don't know like what because i've kind of go through the i see i think i sent it we may have a Jason's jewels i was going to say but i, I could I I the graph
1: that graph uh compared um correlation causation outcomes based off of some of these tests and it still looked like triglycerides had a higher um p value than apob okay but Uh, who knows i mean i didn't go into that i just looked at one graph okay so that was enough for you that was enough just to send it to you to just argue
0: did we uh, cover everything on your newsletter that you printed out
1: um so i think i want to talk about this newsletter real quick okay all right so this guy goes into doctor not a lot of um family history um he's in his early 40s healthy diet he's a triathlete okay like the big triathletes not the sprint ones okay um, and end up finding out after he goes through all this that he had a um, 90% blockage in his left anterior descending artery. And what's that called? The old widow maker. The widow maker. That artery that gets clogged, those are the ones you're not saving them when they die. Yeah. When they have a heart attack. Um,
0: so you said he had a coronary artery, a cac.
1: Yeah, so he basically goes in, um, and he had listened to a podcast about this stuff, and he goes into his doctor, um, and he wanted to, he requested some tests: ApoB, LP, little A, um, and his doctor was like, "I don't think we need to, but we'll do, we'll do those." Um, and after a coronary artery calcium scan raised yes. further red flags. The cardiologist goes into the cardiologist. Cardiologist looks at his le- APO levels, LP little A levels. They were elevated.
0: Mm, LP little A elevated um,
1: bad. And then they did a CTA, so a computed tomography angiogram. Yep. And that's when they found the um, significant that's what stenotic they found it like it. issue. Okay. okay. Um and then he said, looking back, there was years for several years he had had at times exercising or whatever some angina and chest That's pain. Right. Yep, yep. But a lot of guys will correlate that with, well, you know, was, I've have done some more swimming this week. I've lifted yeah. some weights. I did the yard work, and I'm just a little. It's my pec, right? Yeah, right. My, I'm just whatever. Sore. My shoulders yep. hurts. Yep. <clears throat> um, but he's been very ha- healthy. Uh, as far as everything else, and if he wouldn't have come in and asked for these, then he probably didn't have long before something happened. Right. Especially when we're exercising with something like that, you start to lose perfusion to the important parts of the heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think with his lifestyle, probably would have caused something sooner than later. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So it was just kind of a cautionary tale of like, if I hadn't sort of tried, educated myself on my own and learned about this stuff, High likelihood I would have been in one of my triathlons and just dropped over.
1: Right. And I don't think this podcast should be a one of like fear and worry that everybody needs to run out and get these. But I think if you do, if if you've ever had any red flags at all, or you've been one of those where it's, I've had a family history or, I mean, in this case he didn't, but I think it's good to at least have that conversation with your doctor.
0: Right. We always kind of end it with that. Like, look, we're not... You know, we're not cardiologists, we're not going to pretend to know everything, but this is at least good information to start a good conversation with your doctor.
1: Yeah, at the end of this, the summary was, you need to get in the driver's seat and not let
0: modern healthcare standards dictate what you want to do, right? Yeah, that was kind of a theme in Peter Atia's Outlive book, too. Like, look, you are a very you're an active participant in this doctor patient relationship. You know what I mean? This isn't just you come in and I give you a pill and whatever it's you're, you're doing a lot of stuff too. Yeah. You know? So I think that's a good message to send to people. Well, I
1: think, uh, I think we've done a good job here today. I'm more open-minded to the APO B. I'm obviously getting mine done. I think that once I get those results back, um, And I'm not a goner.
0: We'll talk about it. Yeah. Or will these podcasts will get real interesting and real sad real quick.
1: Yeah. But I I, I think you did a good job here. You you made a couple analogies. You weren't as nerdy as normal. Sometimes you started to go down there. I would say like the
0: boat wrapping really just, it was good. It was good. You have never
1: even been on a boat and you knew it. I knew it. Good. Um, Zach asked some questions. I would say this nicotine a plus. How are you feeling now? This is the problem. Okay. I feel like I jumped off a cliff now. I need to go take a nap. Oh, I don't feel good. Great. i'm tired um i think i need another one that's what it is okay i got you right. i got gotcha. you gotcha. <laughs>
0: zach's loaded over there
1: <laughs> all right guys well um go uh, subscribe to the podcast get on our social media subscribe we to have the some letter. really good stuff coming out on social media someday um just <laughs> gotta check it and uh appreciate you guys
0: listening to us thanks guys thanks hey. The information provided on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. No doctor-patient relationship is established by listening to this podcast. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on this podcast.